Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity podcast. I am Dr. Jacqueline, naturopathic doctor and owner of the Wellness Trinity, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Just a little disclaimer before we get started. What we discuss is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information will be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to treat or diagnose, cure, or prevent any diseases. Today I have Samantha Barreto on the show and we're going to talk about the foundations for success. Now I have seen Samantha, actually both have seen each other at our lows and highs. It's been a journey, but it's been an interesting journey. We both have come from the nightlife cocktails and and now we're living our dreams and I just so excited that she's going to be able to share the foundations of how she achieves much success in the real estate market and for those of you who are listening that are like well the health podcast these foundations of success relate to everything whether it's your health your finances your family and so if we can get these basic foundations down then you know be able to apply it to any part of our life she is a real estate agent in Los Angeles, and she has sold over a hundred million, million in residential real estate transactions. Before we get into the show, why don't you go ahead and share your story a little bit, Samantha? Okay. Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. No, <laughs> I really do think that I find my story kind of to be a love story because I'm a successful real estate agent and I've had much success in real estate. And the point and how I got to real estate was really a man that I was dating 10 years ago who was so infatuated with money. And that's all he talked about. That was his motivation. And, um, you know, the woman that he wanted to be with was going to be on his same page, have drive for money. And so it got me in this mindset of wanting to have a lot of money. And so I was... I was going to college to become an elementary school teacher, you know, which gets paid $40,000 a year on average. And then I started dating him and I was like, why would I want to be an elementary school teacher making $40,000 when I can be a billionaire like he's talking about? So I ended up after college going to Vegas where I met you <laughs> and working in the nightlife. You know, it was kind of like my first taste of money. My goal was $100,000 to save. I saved that in a year. I quit the nightclubs and I was like, okay, now I need to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do with this hundred thousand and, and really start thinking of a career. So I started going to a bunch of seminars, reading a bunch of books and everyone that was like at the top that on Forbes and very successful. And now I'm going to redefine success now. But at the time I, I really related success to the amount of wealth that you had. And real estate being the number one way of building wealth, I decided to go on the path of real estate. I worked with investors and we were flipping properties. I flipped over 50 properties. We were making on average 100% return on our money. This was when the market was like really down. And then I moved to Los Angeles where I was seeing these huge commission checks from the real estate agents. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Now that I'm in LA and I love the luxury real estate market um, and they're making a ton of money, I'm going to focus now on becoming a realtor. I seeked working with the top producing agent in our office. I worked with, under her for three years. I sold over $100 million worth of real estate with her. We worked with a ton of celebrities and doctors, people that are in the entertainment business. And 
now I'm on my own and I have a real estate show coming out about my real estate business. And it's been a fun journey. It's been fun. What I want to talk about today, though, is the foundation of my success and how I got to this point. Started off saying that it's a love story and it still is because I'm driven. Like, you know, it wasn't money that drove me, it was really the love that drove me. And now that I live more of like a purposeful life, I'm not like in it for the money anymore. I started seeking, you know, there's emptiness with that. I don't know if you've experienced that, but, you know, with having people think you have money and you you have everything, but really there's emptiness in that. And I started seeking, you know, what my purpose here, what's my calling here and turning to God and turning, you know, asking for the signs. And I think that that is really important when, in the journey of success is constantly making sure that you're on the right path and the path that God has for you and to seek it and to be aligned with it. Asking questions constantly. Like I always ask God for signs, like God, show me an owl if this is supposed to happen or show me. And he keeps me on track and I do dedicate and live in gratitude and oh my, the alignment of where I'm at today with conversing with God and the Holy Spirit. Um, that's awesome. And we're going to dive a little bit more deeper into that. But first, before we go on further, what is your definition of success? My definition of success is happiness. I think and living in purpose and being aligned with that and living in gratitude, having joy in your life and living a life that you have created and wanted to create and visualized and desired and had a burning desire and you're like and you're living that yeah no that's kind of a similar thing I discovered too and in, in being in the nightlife and it was like okay you know at such a young age both me and you already experienced money right mm-hmm. having those type of jobs on the strip and it was fast as easy but it was not fulfilling <laughs> so yeah. at 24 years old it was easy to give it away a job that was a hundred thousand dollars or more a year with working only three days a week <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like I'm empty and you know, I knew there was something else. And, you know, it seems like that's kind of what happened to you in in the nightlife too, which is quite interesting, which if that's what someone wants to do with their life and they are fulfilled, that's great, you know, but for us, we just found that we have a different purpose in life and and we needed to find that. No money can amount to, to what your happiness is. And it's nice to have money, but if you're not fulfilling that call, it's almost like, well, you're still missing something, you know, it can't fulfill all those voids, right? Yeah, it's about feeling whole and complete. And to me, money isn't whole and complete. It, there's so many other elements and components to feeling whole and complete. I do think that it's important. And but I, I don't think that it's the full circle of success of happiness and, you know, everything that I define as success. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I, I kind of disagree with you. And like, you know, you, you said for some people that might be it. I don't think I think everyone needs something other than just money. I don't think money alone will make someone. No, happy. no, no. I meant talking about uh, people that have jobs in the nightlife. Like that might be their favorite. Oh, drive and they're only people like to have fun. People like, you know what I mean? That might yeah. be their, their purpose or calling. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's, it's not. And it's kind of weird to me to think that it might be for someone, but it might be, you know. And there's nothing bad with that. Mine is an entertainer. And- right, entertainment. Entertainment. We all need entertainment, right? Yeah. Um, you know, what I found is we can go on the right path or we can go on the wrong path with our gifts. 
that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm like, you know, separate the two things. But yeah, we, we you know, you're right. We need to be complete and whole and that uh, money is just one part of it. You know, what I find as a naturopath is that if we don't look at the whole picture, you know, we're the wellness training for a reason, we're mind and body spirit. If we're missing pieces that are our foundation in our life, then, you know, we're not going to be healthy and not to down. We found that money is definitely important in life. And um, I would say it's probably one of those foundations because we don't have money. It's really kind of hard to be healthy in this world unless you really know how to forage and (laughs) that kind of thing. Um, But most of us are very far removed from that type of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of do need it in a sense too. So we're not necessarily saying that we don't need it, but we need to realize that there's so many other things in life. And so Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a beautiful thing that you come to that to come to realize like, okay, I'm glad I have money, but I need purpose. I need help. I need all these other things. I need family. I need to just really align myself with God's calling. Otherwise, money without that is not going to be fulfilling. And then also what I found too is that people can lose their health because of that too. And Mm -hmm. like you're chasing so much for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's, you know, we become more of an empty pit and inside where our bodies are like literally crumbling and are on a health level, on a cellular level. So you, yeah. I see you like nodding your head a lot. I feel like you have a story around that. <laughs> well, I, I'll just say that unhealthiest I've ever been was when I was making the most money because mm-hmm. I worked, I didn't get any sleep at night. I would wake up, I'd work, I'd go to sleep at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., wake up at 9 a.m. and just continue the hustle and the work. And I was losing my hair. I was breaking out. I felt so weak. I was like, I felt ugly. And I'm like, this is a t- time I should be feeling pretty. Why am I you know, why is this happening? And when you're not balanced, and you're just focused on one thing and one goal, like you're right, it's not healthy. And we need a full balance. And money's just one single part of it. Yeah, I love that word balance. That was like my word of the year about the time when I started traveling around and randomly show up at your house. And yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. I was like, I need to find what balances my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 totally. So what would you say your purpose is? Okay, I have a story for this too. (laughs) So I define success or one of the principles of the foundation of success in my opinion is the alignment with God that I feel like when you are aligned with that success is inevitable. Like I said, I constantly seek it. And one night I'm sitting, I journal, I've been journaling for eight years and doing video journals where I'm like this, I sit in front of my computer and I go on about my experiences and what I, what I'm enjoying the struggles and just letting it out. Um, it's good therapy for me. But anyway, so I'm sitting on the couch one day and I was talking about how I feel like my purpose is to heal, is to help heal people and stop suffering. And why are people not happy? And why is there so much pain in this world? And to help people by changing their mindset, by living in gratitude, by being aligned with God, all of these being steps of creating happiness and which is my definition of success. And so I'm sitting there and I was like, I need to heal people. Like, I feel like I'm an angel that came down and chose to be here so I could help. And in that moment, I heard the loudest yes from God. Like he literally yelled it at me like, yes, that is what you're here to do. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there crying and bawling. Like I was like, he just spoke to me so loud. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to heal people. Why am I spending so much time focused on real estate? Why am I not writing books and going out into communities and helping like, and, and to know, to get a better understanding of what the issue is and what the 
coming from and helping to just save these children from being raised with a, a limited mindset. I feel like my calling and my purpose is to heal people. And I feel that way because God told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you experienced it like your whole body and everything just came alive. And I think that um, it seems like when we discover our purpose, that's kind of what happens. It's like a light, a light comes on, you know, it's yeah. like, oh my God, that's, that's what yeah. I'm supposed to do. And, and I, I had, you know, not exactly that experience, but it was like that light came on for me too, you know, when I was giving up everything and traveling around the world. And I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be in this field, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And every day. I think like, it was um, Alicia Keys. She says, never quit your daydream. And that's throughout my day. Although I'm working on real estate, I am constantly thinking about a book I want to write and thinking about Oprah's Super Soul Sunday and consciousness and mindset and love and how do I how do I love everyone and share that experience and inspire others to do the same and yeah. Everything happens for a reason, right? You know, and it's like we're in a, a place for a reason you have a real estate job for a reason and like maybe you don't have the answer at this point but how do you see real estate tying into the ultimate vision of um, trying to heal people that's a great question when I reflect on real estate it was for me to have this experience of knowing that I was just chasing money and to know the the struggles that came with it because when it comes to money, like my experience, my first experience right out of college with um, like, you know, paying my own bills and making money was with the nightclub. That was like so easy. So I was like, oh my gosh, making money is so easy. And then I got into real estate thinking that it was going to be just as easy. And it was so difficult. It, it is a grind and a struggle to build a business. And I've had lows. You think I had $100,000 and I never went into debt. I went into debt. I put money and made wrong investments. And through that experience, even in the downtimes of the struggles of being in debt, like I knew that was temporary. So it didn't really stress me out. It was, okay, I'm experiencing financial stress because it's my way to relate to people. It's my way to inspire others. So I need to experience this right now. No one's going to want to hear my story or going to re- think that I'm relatable if I've never experienced debt and, and financial stress. What was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. how uh, real estate, you know, you're in this position now as a real estate agent and how it relates to your greater purpose of healing people. And I, I feel like that's a, a good answer unless you have something else to elaborate on. Yeah, it was, you know, the purpose of real estate was to go through the ups and the downs and figuring things out. And, and also eight years ago, I journaled about having a, a show and having this platform. And I didn't think it was going to be in real estate, but the opportunity came because I was successful in real estate. And so I knew that this opportunity was going to come. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I followed the path of real estate. So then I could have my own show on this to then, you know, my idea and vision isn't to, I want to continue having a show, um, but not necessarily on real estate. I want to show me out in the communities and showing the struggles and how we're able to all come together and help and what the needs are. And so, but I think that for me to build a following in the first place, I'm intriguing people with this celebrity real estate lifestyle in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it seems like a lot of um, 
people that do big things in the world, they somehow get themselves involved in that. Like Donald Trump, you know, he mm-hmm. had this celebrity standpoint and then now he's the president of the United States. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he was a celebrity and then he became the governor of California. It's just kind of interesting how that happens. And it's interesting how, you know, we we're talking about entertainment earlier. People can use something like that or their gift and use it for a good thing or a bad thing. And it seems like you're really using this platform, you know, for a good thing. You know, you want to use this to be like, okay, I have this influence over these people. And now I can really just, now that I've caught their attention, I can really show them the light. Yes, exactly. The little angel in you out. Exactly. I have an agenda, you know, using TV and television, what they want, but it's just to grab people's attention to then show them what I really want to show them because not a lot of people are attracted to like good and the just, oh my gosh, who's this girl just loving everybody, you know, so <laughs> kind of play a different role for a minute just to grab the attention and then just show them the true message of what I want to teach yeah. feel like I'm here to do. So. Right. And you know, it's interesting that a central message I keep hearing is love and you know, without love, I don't even know if we can heal. Mm-hmm. And how those two things are just so um, intertwined with each other. And, you know, just having the love of God can really just change someone's heart. And yeah. if we're looking at ourselves the right way, the way God sees us, then it can actually heal our body in a way too. Now, you know, that's a naturopath. We're looking at everything. <laughs> but I just love that. I love how you, you want to just spread the message of love. And how are you so filled with so much love? Some people are, I, I get depression, anxiety, and all kinds of um, mood disorders coming to me. And, and uh, if they can only experience that type of love that you're experiencing, then I think that it would really help their situation. I think the number one way I experience love is that I live in gratitude. So even when I'm down and I feel the struggle, I'm still thankful in those moments. I'm thankful that I'm feeling the pain. You might think I'm crazy, and um, I do have a a connection with God. I believe that there's a God, and I know not everybody does, but I believe that. And I believe that we are images of him, and I feel like God feels really happy, and he also feels a lot of pain. And so I, in those down times, I'm like, I'm just feeling you. I'm feeling what you are capable of feeling. And in that moment, I am grateful. And I know that my soul needs to feel this in order to evolve to where it needs to be. So I am thankful and I'm grateful. And it's that constant um, living in gratitude and, and being thankful for every moment and every opportunity, the, the highs and the lows, that makes me feel love all the time. Wow, that was such a beautiful explanation of that. I was really wondering what you were going to say. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah, there's just something about living in gratitude. It's really easy to look at a bad situation and just think God's not in that. But, you know, we were chatting the other day and it's just, I've been having this revelation about how the same thing what you're saying, like God is in the highs, it's in the lows, like he has emotions or when we have emotions, we're experiencing God. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice to be at the highs, but you know, if we can understand where he is in the lows, we're going to know more of God. And Mm -hmm he's pure love, you know, he's, it's a beautiful thing. So I, I love that. Um, Those lows are purposeful. And so if you can seek and you can find and you can discover what the purpose of those lows are, then you're, you're never in pain. You're never, you're never, I mean, I shouldn't say you're never in pain, but 
you know, you're feeling the pain and you're digesting it, but you're understanding and you're like, okay, I feel this. Why am I feeling this? And knowing that it's only temporary, you know, we have, we go through lives with the ups and downs and this is just in this moment. Like, I think that the, the most pain I've ever felt was um, a breakup just because I'm such a big lover and I thought I was going to marry this man and I love this man. And we no longer, just, we decided not to be together anymore. And I was like, I couldn't sleep at night. I like wanted to just cry. So I'd go in the shower just so I could let it all out. But in those moments, I was constantly saying to myself, this is temporary. I have to go through this. I have to experience this. Thank you for having me experience this, which helped me get through every day of feeling so depressed and so sad and not wanting to wake up, just seeking more purpose and seeking like, okay, what, what can I do today that I don't want to use the word purposeful again, but you know, what can I do today that's going to enhance and change my life and feel loved and feel grateful for, for waking up? Yeah, you mentioned the other day about how every experience has a purpose for our souls to evolve. Yeah, I so I got that from the book, um, The Seed of the Soul, which is an amazing book. <laughs> I feel like everyone should read that one. But he talks about uh, the evolution of our soul and my experience and every situations and through life is needed for me. You know, I, my soul needs this in order to evolve to the next step and where we need to go. We're evolving beings and getting closer to, to God. And each moment is purposeful for our souls to evolve. It seems like in order to achieve success, we almost really have to go through these experiences when we're going to the next level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can stay stagnant and inner rut and in some ways it's comforting for most people because that's what they are com they're comfortable with it they know it mm -hmm. but to go to the next level you're having to be challenged there's new things there's uncertainty there's God's trying to build more trust in you and I mean the whole thing is just like God you know <laughs> how many times have we told you that as we've been writing about you know <laughs> yeah it's scary, like even the uncertainties and, but it, it's, it has to do with, with trust and just going for it, you know, mm -hmm. so, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. That's exactly what it is. I had a friend one time tell me like, oh my gosh, you just, I forgot what she said. You're so bold or something like that with what I'm doing. I'm like, you don't think I'm scared when I'm moving forward? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I've done some crazy things, but it doesn't mean that I'm not like, you know, you know, you just have to face the giant sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, you're supposed to do this thing and it's like, okay, you take the step. And, mm -hmm. you know, with people's health, um, back to that, I, it can be scary to take new steps because people are, you know, maybe they don't like to eat bad food. So they're getting out of their comfort zone of trying to eat uh, a vegetable you know, for maybe, you know, that's just one example. Mm -hmm. or like to take a supplement. Sometimes I give people supplements and I'm like, uh, I'm not used to this. This is weird. You know, this is like, you know, it's just so unnatural to some people, but yeah, we need those type of things in our life nowadays just because of the way our food is processed and we need more extreme measures to be able to break toxins down and so on and so forth. So, you know, when people are trying to achieve success in their health regime, you know, we need to understand that, yeah, you're going to feel uncomfortable. And even physically, sometimes, you know, what physically, I mean, any success, you can have physical, uncomfortable situations, successful, whether financially or whether it's in their health. So people go through detox reactions, and some people just want to throw in a towel, like, 
I can't do this, you know, it's, and my body's feeling uncomfortable. I'm like, no, 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 you gotta like get it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that thing that is not very comfortable is trying to hang on for dear life. It doesn't want to come out. <laughs> in anything that we're trying to achieve in life, there's always foundations, there's planning, there's sometimes we need to jump in the water, but sometimes we need to just kind of take things step by step. And, you know, that will kind of alleviate some of the stress and the pain that we're going through as we're going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say are steps to success? Well, we wanted to call this podcast Foundation of Success. And really, the foundation of the success that I've had in real estate and the future success that I'm going to have in other areas other than real estate is, I think, mindset and having the confidence and and mindset being having the confidence that you have in yourself, having the belief system of like anything that I truly want and desire in life is possible. And I have the capabilities of creating it. Our mind is made up of two components, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind doesn't know anything other than to do. And it's whatever you're feeding your subconscious mind It doesn't know right versus wrong. It just does what you tell it. So what is it in your mind that you were telling your subconscious mind to do? Is it the negative things? I'm poor. I can't achieve this. Or is it, I got this. I know exactly. I have all the resources that I need or I have access to all the resources that I need in order to create what it is that I want to create. So it's a mindset. It's your alignment with the universe and being connected to it. I think, you know, we're energetic beings and we're filled with energy and we, and so is mother earth. She's vibrating at a frequency and how do we align with those frequencies and, and being aware of and paying attention to what mother earth is telling us through the people that we're connecting with. Like if something is in your face five times in a matter of a week, God is trying to tell you something. So it's a matter of listening to that and recognizing it and following through and acting on it. I mean, there's a lot of different things that I think make up to help become successful. But the number one thing that I've done in order to achieve this amount of success is being persistent on what it is that I want. So it's taking the action, but knowing that it might not happen tomorrow, it might not be in a month or two months, two years, you know, but if you're persistent and you you're aligned with what God is telling you and you're like, no, but this is it, it will come. So it's just a matter of, of you knowing it, believing it, having the confidence in yourself and being persistent on making it happen. Yeah. I think I could probably safely say this, but I mean, I can't imagine anyone becoming successful if they didn't have persistence because no one is particularly special, (laughs) you know, that we don't have trials and tribulations. And even when someone's born into money, even if someone's born into health, other parts of our life can still be off where, you know, maybe we might be born into money, but we might be depressed for some reason. Mm -hmm. It happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we and you have seen it very well being in the nightlife. It's like people are drinking their life away, even though they have all this money that they're spending on, you know, drinking their life away. It's not easy. And that's the one thing that uh, I was on a podcast a little recently ago. And that was the one thing that I I stressed too, is that don't give up, whether it's with your health journey, or whether Mm -hmm. it's with finances, or your family, or any other goal that you're trying to achieve in life. Because we have a God that loves you. And that really wants the best for you. And, you know, he's using these trials and tribulations to bring you to that better place. The more that we press on, the more that we're going to see his glory come. 
It's awesome. And when we were chatting too the other day, we were talking about co-creating with God. One of the first foundations was was to seek Him, right? And so, um, do you want to elaborate more on like seeking Him and what it means to co-create with Him? I mean, I think I've touched on this a little bit, but yeah, I think that when you're being aligned with God, yes, it's the first step is seeking and. Um, asking questions and asking for signs and listening for the communication with him. So that would be number one is to seek it. Two is to pick up on the signs and, and recognize when he is talking to you. And three is acting on it. And um, I think that if you have, you seek it, you're listening to the signs and you're acting on the signs, then then at that point, you are co-creating with God. You're like, okay, I see it. And I mean, I could give you an example of this. And this is just a small example. This guy that I'm seeing right now, I did not want to be in a relationship. Like I have a show coming out. You know, there's going to, there's so much excitement behind that. And I was like, I want to live that being single for a little bit. I don't want a relationship. And then here's this like amazing guy that comes into my life that has literally everything that I want in a man. And I was like, this is bad timing. Like, I don't want this right now. I kept hearing God tell me like, no, but he's the one that you're supposed to be with. And I was like, okay, if I'm supposed to be with him, show me an owl, you know, like, I want to see an owl, like, I don't see owls in LA, right? I'm like, show me an owl. So the next day, I'm driving down Santa Monica Boulevard, and I see an owl at the top of a building. And I was like, Oh, you really do communicate with us. You're listening, you're showing me loud and clear that I'm supposed to be with him. So and I was fighting it for a long time. I was like, Okay, you're, you're still saying that I'm supposed to be with him, but this isn't good timing. I don't, what if there's someone else out there that has everything plus this and this and that? And, and so I was just kind of ignoring the signs that I asked for. Then I finally just committed. I don't know, there was something in my heart that was just like, what are you afraid of? Why are you, why are you fighting this? Like I got down on my knees and I prayed and I was like, give me the strength to listen to what you desire of me right now. And literally the next day I was like, I want to do this. Like I want to build a relationship with him. And I called him and I told him that I wanted to be in a relationship. And I'm not joking. Every single time, this is, this is going to sound crazy to you, but every single time we're in an argument and I'm like, I just, is this worth it? I don't even want to do this. Like I think about like walking away an owl will be outside my window talking to me. I will. Hear, I can't see it. Like I'll look up and be like, "Where's the owl?" I can't see it, but I can hear the owl. It's happened twice. I'm like, an owl in LA. I've never heard or seen an owl in LA until I started asking for an owl in my life regarding this man. And now you're making me see him and hear him, and I'm like, this is crazy. It is, it's like our lives are not for us. And, and when you can surrender and you can, you know, I have so much trust in God that what his plan is way beyond, I, I'll be able to experience more love and more happiness and more success in my life when I listen to his plan and, you know, trust his plan and go with that compared to my own and my idea of it. So it's about really seeking it and identifying with it, listening to it and surrendering to it. Be careful what you ask, not be careful what you ask for, ask for it, but 
be prepared to listen and to, you know, even if it's like this big drastic change that you weren't ready for, if God's telling you to do it, you need to trust him that he is looking out for you. His, his interest is your best interest mm-hmm. and to just kind of, you know, go with it. Would you say that you have more trust in God through this whole experience of trying to achieve success and go? 100%, 100%. And another thing that I will say is the more connected you are and the stronger your relationship with God is and the more you know him, the deeper the feelings are. So if you thought you experienced joy before, wait until you are really strong with God and one with God to feel joy. Like the Mm -hmm. feelings are so much more intense when you know him and you are aligned with him and you know, you're connected and it's one of the best feelings in the world. And you know, I don't, I personally wish that and want that for everybody. And you know, God loves us so much. He gave us free will. So we have the desire, we have the choice to do that or not. But from my experience, when you have that relationship with him and you are aligned with him and you're co-creating with him and you trust him and you're asking and seeking, then the amount of happiness, the amount of joy, the amount of success that you will experience and feel and have is 10 times, 100 times, like beyond what you could even imagine. Yeah, for sure. Like you can experience, two people can experience the same type of experience, but one person can have more joy in that experience versus the next, right? Yeah. Yeah, by having that deeper connection with God, it's, it's mm-hmm. I, I've seen it, you know, in my, and it's like, I'm so excited I got this breakthrough, but the next person might be getting the same thing, and it's like, why aren't they excited? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, all my Buddhist people out there, if I could put it in perspective for you, it's like that oneness, it's that, that um, you know, when you're aligned with God, who is all that is and is one, so you, you feel like you have the whole universe on your back. Imagine feeling joy where it's not just you as an individual, but it's you as the entire universe feeling joy. Like that is going to be intensified. Well, that seems like it could definitely break depression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I know I can appreciate a lot about that, but it's, um, yeah. I mean, the way you explain it, I'm like, I feel that I'm like taken aback by that energy. It's amazing how someone can experience that. And you know, I kind of, I know you broke it down a little bit, like, okay, we seek God, we listen to his voice, but is there anything else that for people that don't really have that connection and are like, how do I develop that relationship? Is there anything else that you suggest that they, they do? That's a good question. Even if you don't believe in God or, you know, have that relationship with God, I would just sit in silence and people call it meditation, people call it prayer, but sitting in silence because it's in those moments of silence when you're not in your own head and you have all these thoughts going through where you can actually feel the alignment. People think I'm crazy saying this and I probably sound crazy, but I would just encourage people to experience that and like, and to seek it, think about it just, you know, because it's funny. It's how the universe works. It just kind of answers. Even if you're not expecting something, cause you're like, okay, I'm just doing this cause Samantha said to do this. Or people told me to do this. Like I'm sitting in silence. I'm asking questions. I'm asking for answers. It's just funny. Like it, it responds. I mean, I could, all I could do is encourage people to just try it out themselves. And what you're asking for, I know I gave the example of the owl, but it doesn't need to be that big. One day I have a view of the Hollywood Hills and, and one day the sun's setting and the way that the sun was hitting the hills, it made this huge S in the hills. And I just knew in that moment, God was with me and 
letting me know. I was actually sitting there meditating and just thanking the universe for, you know, my life and everything that it's brought in, in this experience and the show. And I was just sitting in gratitude. And then he like, was just letting me know he was listening and with me by showing me this huge S in the hills. I'm like, I know that moment was for me, you know? <laughs> well, that's so, so cute because your name's Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hit me so much I know, like, S. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's he beautiful. He was just saying, like, I'm listening to you and thank you for being on the path of that you're on. Like, right. I, felt, I was thanking God and it was responding back and also right. me. Yeah, you know, I think that um, oftentimes we, um, you know, especially uh, just as a society, we find ourselves in a go, go, go mode all the time. It's, you know, so highly looked upon to achieve what we've defined as success. <laughs> Not we, but, you know, we've redefined it over this podcast. But what society defines as success, trying to, you know, achieve things. It's all about things and money and what you can have and how you can look on the outside and anti-aging and you know it's just all it's kind of superficial you know when you think about it Mm -hmm. not that those things are not nice and good but at some point it's like when are we just gonna stop and experience God you know God is not Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's there in the rush too but sometimes he just wants us to sit back and breathe and in those moments is when sometimes it seems almost the most powerful where it's like Wait a second, like I wasn't listening a second ago. I was just going through the motions, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, like, what, when do you feel God the most? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I would have to say probably in those silent moments too, you know, when I wake up in the morning and I'm having my time with God and the mornings have been a little bit off for me lately, but when I actually do make that time and I've done different things, but lately I've been kind of just reading a book and has some scripture in it, but it's talking about being a leader. So it's something on my calling in life to be a leader, but it's related to the Bible and it allows me to just kind of hear God through that. And I just journal through that. So journaling, being in nature, you know, like you were talking about how we're energetic beings. I, I wanted to bring that up because I was like, that's exactly what it is. Um, there's so many parts of moving parts of this whole inner, energetic being. We can become so disconnected with uh, Wi-Fi's and electromagnetic frequencies and things like that, that if you simply just go on a hike and you're just surrounded by all these good frequencies, you just become grounded again. And it's like, okay, I just you just naturally feel God, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is I'm a dancer. So just dancing to a worship song, you know, worship music. And even before this podcast, I have my, my worship going and I'm like putting makeup on and dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my worship song getting in mode. So everybody has their their own way and it's like not necessarily better or worse for one person it's just you have to find you know what it is that makes you feel at peace I think um, peace is is a word that we haven't really brought up but I think peace goes beyond even being happy Um, Mm -hmm. love right right but just feeling like okay like even in the trial it's like we're feeling okay and it's like okay like you just have some weird peace (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's a lot of times where God resides as well too you know he's so big and it's never ending and mm-hmm. I think that's just it's just part of the journey and we're discovering more of who he is as mm-hmm. we go through life and as we follow the calling in our life we find things all the time probably that we're like oh I didn't know that part of God mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just takes us to higher places with him and we were chatting the other day where you know it's like our this experience on earth is to get to know him more mm-hmm. and it's a it's a beautiful thing so is there anything else that you wanted to say, you know, to kind of sum this whole thing up? 
I want to actually respond to when I feel God and I do, I feel God um, in those silence moments when I'm in nature, but when I can, when I like the reason why I feel his presence in nature is because I'm in his creation. Like I didn't create the trees and the sunsets and it's his creation. And I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. This is peaceful. I feel so loved. And I feel like we should feel that in every moment. And the reason why we don't and why people need to go to nature or to like get away is because us as individuals aren't constantly choosing God, aren't constantly aligned with him. And I think that if we go back to the co-creation of, of living in his, in the purpose that he has for us and right. every single person is now aligned and vibrating and co-creating with God we would feel those moments in every moment, you know, it wouldn't be like, I need to go to nature. It's like, I'm feeling that right now in the presence of this person in the presence of my home. And I guess that's also kind of like my goal and my purpose is healing in the sense of like, the reason why I use the word heal is I think that we are suffering and that we are in pain because we're not aligned and we're not having that relationship with God and that trust with God, which then gets us all in this, you know, we're all up in our heads and we're like, this sucks. And this, you know, and we're, we're seeing all this like negative energy going on and we're, but we're creating that and we're doing that. And it's because we're not aligned. We're not feeling loved. We don't have the love in our heart. That's what I mean by heal and and to stop the suffering is, is bringing that awareness of when you can see every moment as purposeful and that God is present, then you feel a little bit less stress and your energy and your, your vibrations will increase. And I just went on a tangent, but <laughs> no, no, but actually yeah. you, I was thinking that when you were, as you were kind of starting to elaborate, I was like, before you even said it, I was like, I need to mention this, that, you know, fulfilling your call in life is a huge part of it too. And Mm-hmm. I can tell you when I'm working with clients and even doing these podcasts, I didn't even think it, it was one of those things I struggled with God. Like, am I really doing a podcast? But once I'm doing it, it's like, oh my God, there's so much life in this. You know, I, I've had Holy Spirit chills several times, you know, <laughs> it's just like, because I know everything, you know, as I work with clients too, I had no idea that I would be able to help them. And I just trust God and, you know, listen and try to hear the messages of like how to help them and, you know, get those downloads. And it's, you know, I leave fulfilled. I leave with, there was God in this moment. You know, I know that this is helping them. And, you know, even if they leave and they're frustrated or whatever, or, or, you know, a lot of times people, well, I would say most of the time they get frustrated when they have to try it on their own. (laughs) When they leave the consultation, usually they're like, oh my God, there's hope. (laughs) And so, you know, just being able to put hope on people's face, that alone is such a beautiful moment to experiencing God. It's such a beautiful thing, you know, like... Sorry, but you yeah, can start but- at any moment. Like it, it's about forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for treating yourself like shit and, you know, having this like negative mindset and not trusting God and, and whatever the case may be. But it's at any moment where you can make a switch. It's not like, oh my gosh, I'm 50 and I've been living this like just depressed life and, you know, to turn it all around now. It's at any moment. That's just a decision. It's a choice. You know, you choose love. You choose God, you choose happiness, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's, that's a huge thing. It's, it's a choice. And we could look at a situation we're in and have two completely different mindsets. And it's like, what do we want to choose? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do we want to make the best out of it? 
you know, there's people that have a, a really bad situation for what most people think of. Maybe they're, they're blind or deaf or something like that. Or can't walk. And mm-hmm. one person might have the joy of the Lord and the other person might be, you know, grumbling in the pain. Now yeah. I don't put down any of that. Cause that's, I mean, I can't imagine having that situation, but it's just to me. It just is so incredible when, if I thought I was in that situation, I'd probably be like, oh my goodness, you know, mm-hmm. um, but for, for a person that finds joy in that, it, it, that still can be able to experience life, it's, it's incredible. And, and, you know, and a lot of times too, it's like we have a situation because it's supposed to be a testimony. Like, I think you might've been alluding that to um, earlier mm-hmm. is that there's a purpose in it, but mm-hmm. and it's a testimony to help someone else too. And yes. so you know, there's so much peace around that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have several other, conversations and podcasts because there's just more downloads to come I think yeah <laughs> yeah experiencing life and being able to share that with yeah. others and how can the listeners find you before I say that I do want to wrap it up by just reiterating the success is a journey and there's ups and there's downs and what I find as the principles and the foundation of pushing through and continuing having success throughout life is the mindset, the positive mindset, the belief system, the alignment, that right there, the alignment of just believing and knowing and and knowing that every moment is purposeful is what gets you through what is what makes you successful. Going through my journey and, and seeing the downs and the ups, it was like, I just knew I'm like, I'm supposed to feel this there's meaning behind this. And that's what really pushed me through to get to the next level. So to me, the foundation of success is a mindset and the alignment with God in the universe. Beautiful way to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We are leaving it with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> more to come. <laughs> Uh, but you can find me social media. Instagram is Miss Sammy B M S underscore S A M I B. You can also find me on Facebook. Just Google Samantha Bretto. There's not a lot of us. You'll be able to find me. And then you're, you know, in the process of writing some books and things like that for the future too, as well, right? Definitely, definitely. I see that in the the near future of writing books and doing speeches and, um, you know, really healing communities. I didn't mention a lot of my why everyone has a why of why they do things but healing and healing communities right now I donate 10% of my commission to a charity of my client's choice but that's temporary right now because I do want to really get in the trenches and have a foundation and something that I'm passionate about where I really see the need and to be able to give back to that so um, I'll be writing about that I'll be doing shows on that potentially possibly in the future yeah philanthropy is really important you know it's another way of being aligned with with purpose nice yeah yeah we'll definitely have to talk about that again (laughs) or expand on that I should say that's that's beautiful yeah all right Samantha well thank you for coming on the show and thank you guys for all listening and I am looking forward to chatting with you again soon yeah thank you for having me all right have a good day you too bye bye And if any of you are interested in learning more about having a consultation with me to discover what is at the root of your health and fitness challenges so you can live the best life that you can live and fulfill your callings and purpose in life, please visit thewellnesstrinity.com to learn more about our in-office and distant consultations.